What's up everyone? This is Mayowa, your host, and you are listening to the Six Figure Entrepreneur Podcast. More people than ever are building cool stuffs online from the scratch, solving problems and making a lot of money in the process. And on this show, I sit down with these amazing six-figure entrepreneurs to share their entrepreneurial journeys, the ideas, the opportunities, the strategy they are taking advantage of so the rest of us can do the same. And now, let's get the show started. On this episode of this uh, of the Six Figure Entrepreneur Podcast, I've got Elizabeth in the house, and uh, I believe this episode will be a power-packed one, and you guys will learn a lot. So, before we get the show started, I will just hand over the mic to Elizabeth. Elizabeth will tell a bit about herself, what she's up to, what she's doing, and a bit about her business, then we get the show rolling. Hi, Elizabeth. Hello. Thank you for having me. All right, cool. So just give us a bit of who you are and what you do and your business, what is it all about? Okay, so I have been an entrepreneur for 15 years. I work as a business productivity coach, uh, consultant, and speaker. Uh, I am also a mom of two uh, boys, ages 8 and 11. Um, I live over in uh, Cincinnati, Ohio, in the States. And um, I have been, you know, like all entrepreneurs on a journey. I started started this business, as I said, 15 years ago. Um, I went to school to be a speech language therapist. So in the field of education. Um, so spent about the first 10 years of my professional life working with mostly children, um, some adults on uh, their communication skills, uh, their language development, um, learning uh, skills, worked with a lot of individuals with learning differences and um, and then pivoted uh, to being my own my own boss <laughs> um, and building my business uh, where I get to support uh, business owners, entrepreneurs, business leaders, um, helping them to maximize their time, um, build great personal habits and business systems so that they can grow their business, sustain their success, and have kind of what we are all searching for, which is that great work-life balance. Okay. Uh, so that's the mission I have every day. All right. Uh, thank you so much for joining me on this episode of the Six Figure Entrepreneur Podcast. So to get the show, ro- uh, to get things uh, started, we love stories a lot on this uh, podcast. We like to hear your story. So from the beginning to now. So what is your story about? Like, how did you get started with all of this? Yeah. So the impetus of becoming my own boss really um, started when I was working for a small um, private practice. So a a clinic uh, where I was given the responsibility to run the day-to-day operations. And in, um, in serving that role, I realized that I really loved the problem solving. I really loved being challenged with finding a more efficient, effective way to, um, to, to work in, in all the different areas of that business. Uh, and, um, and also realized that I was enjoying that more than the actual clinical work that I was doing. Um, so, uh, for a couple of, you know, variety of reasons, uh, I was feeling like I needed to, to do something different and, um, and, and kind of took the leap of faith in myself, um, that I could start a business on my own. 
Um, in here in the States, there's an organization that's called the National Association of Productivity Specialists and Professional Organizers. And that was really um, where I realized that there were other people, uh, <laughs> other professionals that were using the skills that I had uh, for, uh, for their own business. And they were able to build a business helping other people get organized um, and, and kind of got introduced to the coaching world through that organization. And, um, and so when I started my business, uh, like most of us, I was willing to work with anyone on any project, <laughs> um, quickly realized that where I could use my skills best was in the uh, small business environment. Uh, and so I was doing a lot of work with small business owners in their office, like literally helping them organize their space, get their paper files and then their digital files organized, um, help them to better manage their calendars and their schedules. Um, and so that was, you know, kind of my, my first step towards realizing that the more you have a niche, the more you specialize. Uh, the the more successful you can be because you can um, you can describe your ideal client better right so I think that was like I know you know let all the lessons we've learned that was probably one of my first lessons was uh, that it's okay to not say that you can help everybody <laughs> um, so you know started to realize that okay I really thrive and I serve best when I'm working with business owners business leaders. Um, or entrepreneurs, and that I have this, this uh, perspective on structure and systems and how those can help a business that a lot of people don't naturally uh, have. Um, and so that was, you know, the, the angle um, that I really promoted my business. Um, I can help you get the systems and the structure in place. Um, so that you can work in your business and work on your business and, and be able to do both successfully. Um, yeah, so, you know, I, over the years, uh, I have rebranded, I have continued to really uh, niche down. I work largely now with service-based uh, companies. So folks that are providing services like legal services, financial services, design services. Um, and then I also realized that speaking uh, was my favorite way to market. And um, so that's now a component of my business where I will speak and train uh, small groups, large groups, um, go into companies. And, and that I have seen kind of the full circle of I'm back in an education role, uh, which is where I started. Okay. All right. Thank you so much for that background story. So uh, right now uh, in your business today, can you give us the structure of your business? How is your business like? Who do you serve? And uh, what uh, kind of services or packages you render for your clients? And revenue-wise, what is your figure for 2022? Sure. So I still operate pretty much as a solopreneur. Uh, I do have a virtual assistant who does a lot of um, admin work for me. So my business is, um, is small, um, small but mighty. Uh, so the services that I provide, I offer one-to-one -one coaching that's typically with a small business owner, 
Uh, I meet with them every week. I'm really like a board of advisor <laughs> member for them. Um, and um, oftentimes when I'm working with that business owner, um, I also then end up doing some um, consulting with uh, their team. Uh, so the other, the other, as I mentioned, component of my services is speaking. So I offer half day trainings. I just did one yesterday um, where we, I helped some, um, some small business owners planning their fourth quarter. Um, I have full day trainings where I go through all of the different methodologies that I uh, teach uh, for time management energy management, um, again, kind of that, the, the personal productivity strategies that people can adopt and then how to uh, incorporate that with their team. Um, so that's kind of the speaking component. Uh, and then in the last, this year particularly, I have started offering some professional development programs inside of larger companies. So I'll spend uh, about three months working with multiple teams inside a larger organization, do some trainings, and then small group accountability coaching uh, to make sure that the strategies and the systems that they've learned in a training um, are being executed on and that the, the team members are really mastering the strategy or really successfully adopting the new habits so that there is sustained um, success with, uh, with what I'm teaching. So those are really the three branches uh, or sources of revenue for my business. Um, this year, I am on track, and my goal is to hit or exceed 150K, um, so across the six-figure mark um, about a year plus ago. Uh, and, um, and, you know, something that uh, we'll, we'll get to, I'm sure, but I'll put it out here now. Um, I'm definitely at that point where I'm, I'm needing to make some decisions um, about whether I want to add team or not, um, being... Being one individual doing the majority of the work, um, I am starting to see uh, myself max out in capacity uh, in certain areas. So that is going to be my consideration going into 2023, um, how I can potentially add to team so that I can continue um, growth and continue to serve more people. Okay. All right. Thanks so much for that. So Along your entrepreneurial journey, I believe you will have picked up a lot of lessons. So uh, give us uh, your best lesson that you have learned uh, in all your years of working as a business person and uh, working on your business online. Yes, the best lesson, like you said, there are so many. I think at the core, it is the, um, the lesson that as long as I believe in myself <laughs> and don't lose that faith, then I will, I, everything is figure outable to, to borrow uh, a term. Um, so I've had several opportunities to join other, you know, I'm a coach and I always have a coach. Um, and there about three, well, yeah, three or four years ago, I had the opportunity to join a mastermind with a coach that I knew and, and um, really respected. Um, but it was, it was a big leap of faith for me. It was financially more than I felt comfortable spending. Um, it was a lot of, it was a time commitment. I was going to be in the room, uh, quote unquote, with women whose businesses were further along than mine. 
And, um, and I had a, a fellow business owner friend who gave me some great advice and I tend to want, I do a lot of research when I make decisions. And sometimes I, I'm trying to find more proof than exists. <laughs> and, um, you know, what she said to me uh, in, in short was, you may have, you, you have to start with belief before you'll actually see. Um, so don't look for um, evidence first. You've got to just have belief and then you'll create the evidence that, you can be successful, that this program will work for you. And so that I carry that with me quite often that um, as long as I believe in myself, uh, then I will be able to create uh, success out of an opportunity that that comes before me. Um, but that was a definitely a pivot point for me. Uh, certainly, again, because I'm not a huge risk taker. And so I do tend to want um I want a guarantee in life and, and there are no guarantees, especially in the life of an entrepreneur. Okay. All right. So uh, you've talked to us about uh, the lessons you picked along the line. So right now in your business, what is the best thing working for you to get those clients coming in? Because as entrepreneurs, as a coach, as a consultant, and as a service business owner, without getting those clients, there is surely no business. So what are the best things that has been working well for you now in terms of client acquisition? Yes. So I belong to a local networking group. Uh, it meets in downtown Cincinnati. Uh, like I said, that's the city that I live in. And um, while I firmly believe in the need for digital assets and having a website and being vis visible on social media, um, meeting people face-to-face -face is, uh, is still what works best for me. Um, and so it's, I would say it's, it's twofold. It is consistently showing up in this group. So the consistency is probably even more important <laughs> uh, versus where you're meeting a group of people, but consistently meeting with the same group of people um, because then the, those people in that networking group, they really, really understand what I do. Uh, and so then they almost become my sales force. Um, so I get a lot of referrals from this group of other business owners um, who now they know when they hear someone say, I'm so overwhelmed, when they hear a client of theirs say, you know, I need to grow, but I'm, I'm terrible at delegation. Um, or when they hear, you know, someone say, we have no systems in place and, you know, we're, we're falling behind, um, then they know exactly, oh, that sounds like a great referral for Elizabeth. Um, so it's building, it's been building that network of other business professionals who then really serve almost as my, um, as my sales force. Uh, and then speaking, uh, it has been, you know, I've, I've, the first five years probably of my business, I don't know that I got paid much at all, um, but speaking to small groups, to large groups, doing lunch and learns, um, just that visibility and being able to establish my expertise uh, from the stage has been a great way to build my, to build my network and, um, and to get referrals or to get folks in the audience who, you know, raise their hand and say, I think I need to work with you. So those have been the two most important methods that I still, uh, subscribe to. 
Uh, and then LinkedIn has absolutely been my social media channel that uh, where I where I get the most traction. Okay. All right. So right now, I love to, apart from, uh, we've talked about uh, your journey, you've talked about how you got started, you've talked about what is working for you. And surely we all have challenges in our business. So what are those challenges you are facing right now in your business and what are you doing to address those challenges? Yes. So I alluded to it earlier, but my challenge at this point is really making that decision of, do I want to add another team member who would be able to do some of the coaching? Uh, so as I have, I have an assistant who's able to, to do things kind of behind the scenes. Um, so the challenge right now is how do I want to grow? <laughs> um, is it that I want to add a team member who can um, do similar work uh, to what I do? Uh, or do I want to um, kind of maintain where I am and um, potentially offload some more of the marketing, um, get some other experts uh, to take care of some of those other areas of the business so that I have a little more capacity to, to serve clients. Um, so I'd say that's the biggest challenge. Um, the, other, the other piece is, and, and I think I've solved, I've resolved this issue, um, but uh, marketing is not my strength. And um, I have just hired a professional who I believe is going to really give me more structure <laughs> to my own marketing strategy. And um, so, you know, I think it's, it's an ever, for me, it's an ever evolving process of what part of my business am I, uh, am I spending time and energy in? And I, maybe I can do it, but I'm not an expert in. And if I hired an expert, if I brought in um, someone to help me with this, how could that speed the process up? Um, so growth and marketing uh, would be the two areas where um, some, you know, some, some additional support will help me and, and some decisions will be on the horizon. Okay. All right. So right now, uh, I always like to give my guests uh, a five minutes, uh, five minutes to just talk about one specific topic. And uh, we've had this conversation before, and you like to talk about how entrepreneurs and creative entrepreneurs can get more out of their time and how they can be more productive as an entrepreneur. So the floor is yours now. Give us like uh, the best five-minute masterclass ever that you can ever give us about how we can, uh, as entrepreneurs, how we can get more out of our time and be more productive. Okay, fantastic. Well, I'm going to share with the listeners my Ascend method. This okay, is sure. six fundamental strategies that I teach all of my clients um, to improve their personal productivity. Um, so Ascend is an acronym. So I'm going to go down, go through the letters so uh, the A is about advocating for self. And this is how are you executing on self-care? How are you making sure that you are creating time most days of the week where you're taking care of your mind, your body, your spirit? Um, so, you know, making sure that you have some sort of daily discipline where you're exercising or you're meditating or you have a gratitude journal. Um, I, I kind of allude to this as this is where you're filling your cup so that you can then go out into the world and fill the cups of your clients or your customers. 
So that's the first piece uh, that entrepreneurs especially tend to neglect um, because we're so focused on the success of the business that we stop focusing on the needs of our, our bodies. The second step that I find having a huge impact with clients is the S, simplify your focus. So, so many of us, and myself included, are tempted to multitask and to try to do you know, two, three, four things at one time. And it's really the message that we get from, um, from society is that we should all be able to multitask. And the reality is our brain cannot focus on two things at once. So when we're trying to multitask, when we're attending a Zoom meeting and we're trying to send out an email, um, or we're making a phone call and we're you know, trying to fill out a document, what happens is those two activities, they only get a fraction of our attention. And as a result, we make errors, we miss important information. And in the long run, it takes us longer to complete those tasks when we're trying to do them at the same time than it would if we started one, completed one, started the next, completed the next. So uh, the S is about simplifying your focus and allowing yourself to be fully focused on one task at a time. It helps also with mental energy. You'll feel less mentally tired uh, midday if you are not asking your brain to be constantly jumping from one focus to another. The third component uh, is the C, communicate boundaries. Um, so this is just kind of the question of how can you better set and communicate boundaries, whether it's with colleagues, whether it's with clients, or whether it's with friends and family. Um, making sure that you feel that you have the ability to close the door, to be unavailable, um, to get into some deep flow or creative work um, and not be interrupted or distracted. The average worker gets distracted uh, every three minutes. And so that is um, unacceptable in my, in my opinion. Um, and part of that is because we're not willing to communicate that we have some boundaries um, and that we can be available to other people, but we also are allowed to tell others that there are times of the day uh, where we're not available and kind of finding that right balance. The fourth component is eliminating distractions. And so this kind of goes hand in hand with communicating those boundaries. Um, but it's, this is especially um, prevalent in our technology. So, you know, most of the listeners probably have all of their notifications turned on on their computer, on their phone, on their smartwatch. And the more we have these outside um, dis uh, interruptions um, and notifications, the more our, we have, we're losing control over our own focus. Um, and so this is just finding opportunities to turn off the pings and the bings and the buzzes, right? Um, it's the opportunity to um, make sure that you have set up an environment where you can focus and where you're not going to be open to as many interruptions and distractions. The N in Ascend is for navigating your priorities proactively. And another way to say this is planning your work and then working your plan. So making sure that you are starting each day with five or 10 minutes of creating your plan for the day. 
starting your week, you know, laying out Monday through Friday and, and really plugging into what meetings do I have? What tasks do I need to schedule? Um, where do I need to give myself some rest? And, you know, do I actually have time for taking a lunch break? Um, so planning out and being proactive in making sure that your priorities are top of mind and that they are not getting um, put to pushed to the back because of other people's urgent matters or emergencies. And then the final step of Ascend is developing systems. So once you have accomplished kind of those first five and you are more in command and control of your time and your priorities, uh, then you can start developing systems in your work. Uh, and this is, you know, repeatable processes that are going to save you space, save you time, save you energy, save you money. Um, and that help reduce your decision-making um, needs. So when we have systems, we don't, we're not reinventing the wheel um, and we build more efficiencies and we can be more effective in less time. Um, so then we end up working smart instead of having to work hard. So those are the fundamentals that no matter who you are, no matter how far you are in your career, or if you're starting a brand new business, um, those are really what I call the foundation of building a productive business and being a high performing, productive individual. Okay. All right. Thank you so, so much. So now is uh, the best part uh, for me of all my interviews on this podcast where I have to throw I guess some thought-provoking question and they get back with me with answer. So Elizabeth, should we fire on? I'm ready. All right, that's it. Awesome. So what is one book that you have read that has made a lot of impact in your business that you'd like to share with our audience? Oh, yes. One of my favorite books is Atomic Habits by James Clear. It explains the behavior um, science behind building, adopting habits and getting rid of bad habits. Um, it's a book I read at least once a year because it's, it relates so well to what I teach um, and it helps me to be a better, um, a better professional um, and kind of walk the talk. Okay. Uh, listeners out there, a link to the book that Elizabeth just mentioned, Atomic Habits. You can find it by heading straight to www.thesixfigureentrepreneur.com. And there's a search bar on that page. Just search for Elizabeth on that page. And the show note for this episode will pop right up with a link uh, to this book and every other little resources that Elizabeth would mention on this episode. So uh, Elizabeth is talking about books. I love to ask this question from all my guests because that is one topic I'm so passionate about. So if you have to write a book today, what would that book be about? Yes, um, I believe that I would want to share the message uh, specifically to women entrepreneurs um, about having the, having the confidence and tapping into the resources to be a successful female entrepreneur. Um, I believe that there certainly has been a lot of progress in our world, but I still think there's a lot, a long way to go. Um, so I would love to write a book that would be speaking specifically to female, female professionals and entrepreneurs um, and just kind of sharing my insights and my perspective and my experience um, to help make their journey a little easier. 
Okay. So out of curiosity, what has been stopping you or what has stopped you from writing that book that you just mentioned? Yes, gosh. Um, it sounds funny that I'm as a productivity expert, I'm saying this, but it would be time. <laughs> um, I I have, and it's not that I don't have the time, but I have not committed the time to um to to put my thoughts onto paper. Um, and you and I actually talked a little bit about this, and and I think that it probably is an easier task than um than most of us think because there is so much that I have created. I have a lot of material, I have blogs, I have Facebook lives, I have you know training material, um, but I think it would be that, that I would need to dedicate um, consistent time so that I could get into the rhythm of, of writing that book. I think there's probably also a little bit of a, um, I've never written a book. So I would need to work on getting over the fear of what if I'm not a good author, right? So I'd really need to tap into that confidence piece of um, if I want to do it, I should do it. And again, going back to my advice to myself, if I believe I can do it, then I can make it happen. All right. I do get that a lot because it is one scary uh, thing for most people who haven't uh, written a book before. I was talking with one of my clients yesterday and uh, Victor was telling me, you know what, when I got, uh, before I got started, it was so scary. Like, you know, how do I get all these things started? And I understand and I get it. It is pretty normal because what you have never done before, it seems like it always looks like it's a big thing. But, you know, when you understand uh, how to do it, it's now become so easy. Like when I started this podcast, it seems like, oh, how will I be able to articulate my thought? How will I be able to converse with all these amazing entrepreneurs? But, you know, over time, I figured it out and it's now fun for me now. So, uh, yeah. you know, uh, if you have a process that takes away uh, that need for your time and uh, that can help you organize your thought and everything, would that be a no-brainer uh, guess from you to get started with that book? I think so. Yes. And, and because it is, I think it's easier now than ever, right. To be able to get your, your book out there. Um, and you don't have to sign with a, you know, huge publication, uh, house, you can print it yourself and, you know, go sell it on Amazon. So I think a lot of those barriers are, are gone. I think it's more of a mental barrier, uh, for sure. Okay. So let's do it then. Uh, that, that would be a very lovely <laughs> one. <laughs> All I'll right. add it to my goals for 2023 okay that's that's <laughs> awesome uh we'll always be around to, to give you that push and that help that you need to get started awesome <laughs> all right so what is one thing that you have done that gave you a very big win in your business oh a very big win in my business i i would say in in terms of recent um it would be um, stepping into that arena of um, of marketing to corporations, um, and uh, again, believing that what I have to teach um, is valuable enough um, for a for a you know HR manager or a COO at a large organization to um, to take note. Um, and so putting myself out there, and um, you know what I ended up doing was reaching out to an HR manager at a, at a um, large company here in, in Cincinnati and, um, and just being uh, confident enough to say, I believe that what I teach is highly valuable 
and could be a great professional development program for your people. You know, can we talk about it? Um, and just being willing to initiate the conversation. And it has led to a great engagement with that company. Um, and, and now I feel like I can go do that um, in lots of other places because I now I have the evidence, right? I like to have my proof. Now I've got my proof. Oh, <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, I understand that. And okay, so in that line, what is one thing you are working on right now that you are super excited about? Yes, so I have in the last couple of months, I have started exploring um, like I'm I'm now certified in the DISC assessment and I've started meeting with some professionals who do um, some different behavioral assessments and communication assessments. Um, so I am really excited about being able to bring that in as another level of the coaching that I'm doing, um, whether it's that I am certified to, um, to use some of these assessments or that I partner with other professionals that are certified for these assessments. Um, but I feel like um, what excites me about it is that I am, am kind of adding depth to the coaching and consulting that I'm doing um, because I'm looking at my clients um, through another lens. Like right now I'm looking at my clients through more of that productivity efficiency lens. Um, and by adding in some of these other assessments, I want to be able to also look at things through a communication lens and through a culture lens. Um, so building that in to the services I provide and or collaborating with some other experts um, is, is probably one of the things that I'm most excited about uh, presently. Okay. So if there is one superpower you think has contributed to you winning in business, what would that be? Uh, ask that question again. If there is one superpower that you believe has contributed to you winning in business that you have, that you have what would that superpower be? It, I think it's my ability to listen. I am told again and again that I'm a great listener. And I think that as coaches, we, or, and even as, you know, just experts, we're so anxious to give, give advice and, and here's a solution. And, um, I, I always start with listening. And so I think my superpower is that I start by letting my clients know that, um, a, that I am, I am here to hear whatever is on their mind. And that when I listen, the client really starts to realize that they have they have the solution inside of them. Um, they, you know, they have more awareness than they even think. Um, when they start talking out loud, they start to, you know, hear, hear what they're thinking and they start to see it differently. Um, and so I think it's the ability to listen um, and to not um, jump in with a solution, uh, which then helps my clients be more confident in themselves um, and to know that like, I'm here to, to act as a guide, um, but that they are going to be able to solve a lot of the problems um, from, from within versus um, me coming in and having to fix anything for them. Yes. Outside of business, who is Elizabeth? Oh, yes. I am a athlete and an outdoor um, 
outdoor woman. <laughs> so uh, any opportunity I have, I want to be moving, whether it's running or biking or hiking. Um, I love being outdoors. If I could live somewhere that my house was was really giving me a roof and no walls, I think I would be most happy. Um, so, um, and then I'm a mom. Um, and so right now my world revolves around my, my two boys. Um, and I, I wouldn't have it any other way. Um, it's probably the, the most challenging job of my, of my life. Um, but also the most rewarding. Um, so I spend lots of time with, with my family. Okay. All right. So last question before we say goodbye, what is one question you wish I asked you that I didn't? Oh, um, maybe what has been one of the best time or productivity strategies in my own experience that has worked best for me. Okay, then uh, give us that uh, answer. <laughs> yes, um, I would say that really it is um, my, um, my planner, the planner that I use. Is, um, I'll use a lot of tools digitally, but in terms of what grounds me each day and helps me to identify the most important activities, tasks, and appointments of the day, it's using, I use the full focus planner um, and it is just um, absolutely the best tool to keep me on track. Okay. All right. So lastly, where can we contact you, where can we connect with you online? Where can we access all the great stuff that you have been creating out to the world? Yes, uh, I would love for folks to connect with me on LinkedIn. Um, and I know you'll put this in there. I spell Elizabeth with an S. Um, so that's really where I pour my juiciest content um, into the social uh, world. And then my website, which is peakproductivitycoaching.com. I have um, blogs on there and then you can sign up for my newsletter. I only send my newsletter once a month because I don't want to add additional clutter to clients inbox. Um, but I do my best to make sure that that newsletter is full of high value um, information um, so that it really is informing and educating. Uh, so you can sign up for my newsletter on my website. And then obviously you can contact me um, there through phone or email. All right. So thank you so much, Elizabeth, for joining me on this episode of the Six Figure Entrepreneur Podcast. Uh, it's been a very awesome time for this past uh, 40 minutes or so. And uh, I really got a lot of things. And I believe our listeners out there got a lot of value from this episode. So thank you so much. You are very welcome. Thank you for having me. All right. Listeners out there, every link to the book that uh, Elizabeth recommend and uh, all the links to how you can get in touch with her, you can find it by heading straight to www.sixfigureentrepreneur.com and just search for Elizabeth uh, on one corner on that page and the show notes for this episode will pop right up with all the links. So 
uh elizabeth just like how i always like to say to all my guests we salute you we celebrate you for keeping the entrepreneurial fire burning and for being a source of inspiration to a lot of women and to a lot of entrepreneurs out there because one way or the other stories like this as a way of inspiring people these are the kind of stories i had when i got started in 2012 and here i am somebody someone has uh, done the work and they tell their stories and that is exactly the reason why i'm doing this podcast i want to tell stories i want to make sure that people um i have a platform where people can learn from other people's story and how they can use that same story to inspire uh to do more even to get better in their own entrepreneurial journey so until next time when i bring another awesome guest like elizabeth on the on another episode of the six figure entrepreneur podcast remember that someone out there needs the value that you need to bring to the world and you'll be doing them a disservice by not showing up by not getting out there and doing uh what you can do best so see you next time on another episode of the six figure entrepreneur podcast bye Thanks for listening to this episode of the Six Figure Entrepreneur Podcast. For more episodes and the show notes for this episode, visit www.thesixfigureentrepreneur.com. And I would love for you to leave a review on iTunes if this episode has been of value to you. See you next time on another episode of the Six Figure Entrepreneur Podcast. And until then, keep building and keep the entrepreneurial fire burning.